another thing in Elden Ring. <laughs> people have found that there are some walls that take multiple hits to get rid of. And let me tell you, <laughs> oh, I've man. seen the subreddit melt down, including myself, because it's like, no, now, now they're really fucking with us, which in other FromSoft games, there have been things like that. But I saw, thankfully, this morning, someone's clarified and said they think it's basically kind of like a glitch or a bug type of thing where like that wall is supposed to go away anyway and not be hammered away 50 to 100 times as a late adopter because let me tell you if there are illusory walls that are legit that way I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuck with them. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's worth, not gonna do it. Yeah, it's, it's worth not getting 100% on the game to not hit a wall. <laughs> Brendan sent me a video or I saw it on Twitter or whatever it was of a guy hitting it legit like 30 to 40 times before yes. it disappeared. Um, and I I already think the illusion it's fine. Whatever like breakable walls in games have been a thing for decades. Yeah, since doom. Yes, um, but the fact that their their walls specifically you can't there's no tell yeah right there's no like some sometimes moss here yeah or, sometimes there's like a path that's kind of leading that way and you're like I think there's something there but then you roll into it or hit it and you look like an asshole yeah but the fact that you have to hit it 40 times uh, no thanks <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say clearly neither of you guys spent hours in doom humping the walls. Oh, I, I would I would run around. Uh, uh, I would uh, run around uh, doom uh, levels uh, just hitting space yeah, bar. Yeah, just run around the walls hitting space bar just trying to find secrets uh, all the time uh, 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 over and over and over. Hey, can you impression master today? I know he is. He's yeah, really good. Can you that. isolate that? Send that to us. Please? Thank you. Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> he did on the onslaught which comes out Wednesday. Uh-huh. He did a uh, we had a really good special guest in oh. um, Dave Mustaine was in I, you should check out the onslaught for to hear I'm him. Still here. <laughs> yeah, he won't well, leave. Is he still here? He is he in the closet? He won't leave. I'm at, I have to drive him back to Canada. That's wonderful. Well, speak. This is not the onslaught. This is uh, and another thing. This podcast. Where we drink. We talk, and everyone wins. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian, and I'm Vargas. Can we? Oh, impression man, Vargas. <laughs> <laughs> really good. And go play d- Doom. It sounds just like that. Doom, yeah, it does. It's very funny. Uh, Brian brought in some interesting drinks today. All right, you want to talk about them? Look, Mr. Drink Boy. <laughs> I thought it'd be Mr. funny. Gardening, Mr. Gardening Drink Boy. Thought it'd be funny. It is funny. It is pretty funny. Actually, they're hard seltzers from Sonic from America's Drive. America's Drive, and you have to go through the drive-through to get these. And their names are just there's something. Uh, we got mango guava. Mm-hmm. We got and orange it, pineapple and ocean water. And let me tell you, mango guava tastes like what I don't like in a seltzer, where it's seltzer and then mango guava. Yeah, don't like that. You have to you have to open a secret door to find <laughs> the bank of guava. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe We're, you just open the camera. Oh, that's on. it. <laughs> there you go. You start hitting it fifty times. But the orange pineapple actually is pretty orange. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got a, it's got a pungent orange at the top. Sure. Uh, ocean waters. It smells like it tastes sunscreen. like sunscreen. <laughs> it tastes like coconut water, which neither of you like. I don't know. I'm a coconut water guy. Are you a coconut water guy? I'm not a coconut water guy, but I can tolerate it. It tastes like sunscreen. <laughs> How much sunscreen are you drinking? I know I put my drinks in the sunscreen tube, <laughs> so people don't residual. So people don't yeah, know I'm drinking at the beach. Yeah, you're pulling uh, and, sunny. Then, and then you also brought what is this other? Well, drink? Vargas brought this. I'm sorry, yeah. Vargas. Um, Vargas. Vargas brought the one we're going to enjoy drinking from our good buddies at Crane. This is Crane Thun- Thunder Gong. This is good. And one dollar from every case oh, goes to Steps no, this, of Faith. Oh, this is a team up brewing. I'm sorry. This is from Thundergong and Crane. Oh, Thundergong is the brewery. I thought that was the name of the beer. This it, is a wheat ale brewed with orange peel. Uh, okay. 
And Thunder Gong is, is a benefit concert hosted by Jason Sudeikis that raises funds for Steps of Faith, a KC nonprofit that provides prosthetics to amputees. Look at that. How cool is that? I had no idea this was a beer for a cause. Sonic sells hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> and they have roller skates. Now, why don't they have tater tot flavored seltzer? You know, I would try it. You're both monster men. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> What are you talking about? That's horrible. You don't want fry flavored. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Seltzer. We got. I, we, I only want fry flavored fries. <laughs> we got you onion ring. <laughs> 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 no, actually, the onions I'm growing, I, I buried them with some fry batter. Oh, perfect. So I'm hoping they so just pop up yeah, yeah. deep fried uh-huh. uh, like a uh-huh. uh, onion blossom well, from. They'll pop up blooming onion. Oh, blooming we can't onion. say blooming onion. Oh, shit, shit, shit. That's, that's onion that's blossom. Onion that, flower. That, that. They'll, onion flower. They'll pop up battered. You have to do the frying. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that, so. that'd be a hell of a thing. You just put a fucking seed in the ground and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, I just got to fry it. There we go. We're good. Don't have to batter it or anything. Don't have to put that flour mixture. We're going to get there. Think, think about so? it. We're going to get there. You I had, so? you know, in I this economy, I told this to Vargas. You know, everybody that's like, oh, I don't eat GMOs. Oh, I don't want people messing with my food. Did you know, Brennan? Did you know? I don't listen, know. This is crazy. To listen, me. To, listen to this shit. The, yes. And the lemon, the lemon itself. Yeah is man-made the oh. lemon has never existed in nature before we made it no joke there are yeah, right that's what i said isn't that wild oh that's not right and then when it got to ancient Kyle, Rome, can you look at that real quick <laughs> we're just good. asking questions we're just we're asking just, questions are, here no joke that's like the, they legit, legit made yeah. a, like a created man-made Le- the lemons that you so see it's not from god no. i can't fuck, i can't fuck with that then sorry man yeah, don't, don't I'm sorry, you're actually trying to explain. The Romans did this? No, the Romans... Uh, <laughs> no. no. Uh, it, it got to... I can't remember who uh, created it, um, but it you know, through trade, it made its way to Rome, and that's where it like oh. gained all of its traction and everything. That's fascinating. Um, and it was it was like a... It's like a bitter orange and some other citrus fruit that were... Uh, it was said it was a citron, right? Citron, yeah. yeah. That were which bred together. So, tracks, right? Which... Yeah. By the which I started this off uh, yelling at hippies. <laughs> That's GMO. Yeah. Yes. So if you've ever had a lemon, you've had GMO. It is genetically modified, food. technically. Yeah. And, um, and if you look at the history of probably not to that extent, I guess, but like if you look at the history of any fruit or vegetable, yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. If you got go go plant your own shit and see how it comes out of the ground, and I guarantee you, it's not going to look as good or or as, or as big or, or as big yeah, as the yeah. stuff that you buy. Well, and even because guess what? They've bred it to be bigger. Yeah, and, and even then, you can't grow the same corn that was served at the first Thanksgiving. Definitely not. It doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yep. Like, Correct. Correct. So it's just people don't have a an understanding of what GMO actually means. They think people are, are sure. injecting their cauliflower with chemicals, steroids. I don't yeah, know. I don't know how it it's works. crazy. I yeah. should. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, GMO. Over. It's great. Mega awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The awesome comes from Australia. Actually, yeah, yeah. that's also a man-made GMO word. No, oh, well, it's they're just a man-made country. <laughs> they, they are. No one lived there before. No one Britain was there. Sent prisoners there. Mm-mm. Nobody existed there. Mm-mm. Just like nobody existed in America before we discovered it. Discovered it. Um, Columbus discovered it. No, we, you, the three of us. <laughs> oh yeah. What do you got? You got Ooh. you got your phone out earlier. Yeah, Brendan, mm-hmm. looking at you. You had your phone out earlier, and there were graphs on it. Mm-hmm. And when you come to this podcast with <laughs> graphs, I know this shit's about to pop off. We're about to get some kind of 
disgusting medical the drop or the, something. No. the item drop rate in elden ring let me show you this graph <laughs> if you guys have a type of elden ring <laughs> no have you guys heard of the game called uh grand theft auto 5 you guys familiar i've dabbled yeah you i'm familiar with the, a grand theft auto i'm familiar with the crime <laughs> <laughs> He's not a Grand Theft Auto fan. We've talked about this on a past episode. Uh, yeah. Basically, so they released the next gen patch for Grand Theft Auto Five, and they've also released a ton of info about sales numbers and all kinds of insane things that I thought were fascinating to talk about, especially in context with uh, with something like Elden Ring that just came out too. Do you know what the number one selling game of all time is? Is it still Tetris? Yeah, is it still Tetris? Tetris is number three. Hmm. Pac Man. No, that's way down there. No. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's. It's. I mean, what's a no, game a South, know. that a lot of kids would play? Doom, you, Angry Birds, where you could create a lot of things. Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft is the number one selling game to the tune of. Really Minecraft has told two hundred two hundred thirty eight million copies. Sure. Okay. Number two is Grand Theft Auto Five. 160,000 so 60 million copies, which is right. honestly kind of surprising. It's crazy, right? Um, I, I think Minecraft gets a lot of stuff because you know, it's a sandboxy game. It's come out. It's multi-platform like it's on a ton of stuff. It's like 30 bucks full price, right? And you could play <laughs> ages five to ever, 40, right? You could do anything like that. Uh, what I think is fascinating about Grand Theft Auto 5 and something that I always forget Grand Theft Auto 5 came out on the PS3. I always forget that. Oh, yeah. It came out on the PS3 at like the end of the PS3 cycle. And then like a year or two later came out on the PS4. Which is basically. how I first experienced it. Right. That. And I, I remember I played on the PS3. and I remember it being totally fine. Like it, it worked, which is the craziest thing about the game. Um, with the next gen patches, um, there's been a lot of stuff released. Again, the last numbers they released is that Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold 160 million copies. Grand Theft Auto Online and five, which they're packaging together, but now they're separating into two separate things has generated something close to like $6 billion of revenue in less than 10 years. It grand theft (laughs) auto five is the most profitable entertainment item ever made. Not only that, it has Guinness world records for how much it has sold. Yeah, Um, it has Let's see here. Let me find it broke seven Guinness World Records on October 8th because it released uh, on. Of course, we all know the the day it released. <laughs> September, uh, September 17th. 11th. Uh, so uh, about a, less than a month later. Never forget. It had broke uh, multiple uh, Guinness World Records, including best selling video game in 24 hours. Highest grossing video game in in twenty four hours, fastest entertainment property to gross one billion US dollars, fastest video game video game to gross one billion dollars, highest revenue generated by an entertainment product twenty four hours, and the most viewed trailer product. for an action adventure video game. Yeah, like insane. Now I remember. So Brandon and I played this. Are you, do you have more stats? I'm sorry. I was going to go into story time with Uncle Brian. No, you can go ahead. I have I have other stuff I want to talk about. But yes, but yes, go ahead. I remember when when Brennan and I played this. We, we sort of started playing on PS4 because uh, you played on PS3, but then you replayed on PS4. Yes, because they had the the PS4 release was notable for a little kind of some upgraded stuff, but the big thing was the first person camera. Yeah. That was the first. That was the big thing about Grand Theft Auto Four. And on I the PS4. I played it with. Uh, Brendan, but we we tried online and we played it. I would say for two weeks. Right. 
we dabbled in it, did some heists and stuff. I would say that it's changed so much that it's become almost an MMO. It, if I'm it not is mistaken. Uh, because they've added so much to Grand Theft Auto Online. And whenever we played it, it was very unstable. It was very new. And it was basically you can do missions and other people are also in the world that yes. are probably going to try to kill you. Yes, that was a big. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's I think that's why we kind of dropped off because we're like, I, we don't want to run around. We want to run around doing our own thing. Yeah, yeah. But yes, from what I've heard about and seen, they've added so much to Grand Theft Auto Online that people that like that's all all of what people play like I think on the steam charts and like twitch views it's like in the top 10 like all, like currently for a game that's 10 years old almost right like that's 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 bananas to me I wonder how it is you know you and I might need to dive into it just for a day mm-hmm. and see what like if it actually isn't because it's free to play it's free to it. play there's there's a t- and I, this is where the revenue comes in they sell shark cards which is like the the quote unquote microtransaction shark card. <laughs> yes, you know, it's a grand theft auto thing, uh, but no, it's uh, shark cards uh, that are varying prices that you spend real money on or you accumulate as you play the game, but like that could give you an influx of like a million grand theft auto dollars to use and do and buy cars and property and things like that. Um, but then yes, they've added a bunch of like they, they recently like in November of last year added the big Franklin DLC, which is like Dr. Dre was involved with it and stuff like that. Yeah. So they've, they've been consistently adding to it to the point that like a lot of people are like, I don't think we're going to grant theft auto six for a while Yeah, because the fact that this thing still, I think last year grand theft auto five because you had to buy that with online was in the top 20 games sold last year, like insane. And I, yeah, so I think Grand Theft Auto Online is such a profitable thing, and that's why they're like doing like separate. That way, you separating don't, the product. Hopefully, hopefully, it just stays Grand Theft Auto Online. Yes. So when GT Six comes out, it's not now GT GTA Six Online. Yes, and I think uh, basically, if if it was me running the Rockstar, you know what I mean, I would do. I would keep GTA Online as its own thing. Yeah. And then whenever you release GTA Six, you just. M- like morph that into yeah, like G- what GTA Online is yeah, rather than creating like a totally new thing because that doesn't make a ton of sense. But um, but that that's to the detriment like on the flip side of that Red Dead Redemption 2, which has sold something like 40 million copies or something like that, which Very is also high ranked high sold. Yes, yeah. they have a Red Dead Online that people frequently talk about how Rockstar has not updated it. It's still buggy. It's still messy and that's because Grand Theft Auto took off in the past few years and has caused them not to, not to do that. Um, all that to say, um, and also, I mean, you, you, Brian, recently played all of GTA five like a while ago, didn't you? Like, yeah, I recently, replayed the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did like in after playing it many years ago and then revisiting it? How do you feel like what do you think is the appeal of Grand Theft Auto five? Like, why do so many goddamn people play this goddamn game? So not it. Okay. Well, I recently the reason I got Elden Ring was because I wanted a new open world style game, right? Right. Um, and it was basically between that and Breath of the Wild. And I know Breath of the Wild is is very, very good, mm-hmm. um, but I don't I, I haven't played it, but I don't think it's as big as Elden Ring. No, it is not. Um, and so when it came it, out, it came out on the Wii U. All right, let's <laughs> give it some credit. <laughs> well, Grand Theft Auto five came out on PS3 and yeah, look at that. Vargas. Yeah, we're comparing Breath of the Wild with Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> but that's to say that when Grand Theft Auto Five came out, right, it was massive, crazy. It was and a juggernaut. 
I, but I think the main appeal of it is that Grand Theft Auto has its fans. Yes. Since, especially since Grand Theft Auto three, there have been so many iterations of it. Um, Vice City was amazing. That's probably my favorite of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, San Andreas. People love that. It added like the territory wars right. uh, with the gangs that mm-hmm. are in the game. Mm-hmm. So Grand Theft five comes out highly anticipated. The storyline's really, really good. It's yeah. the first time you can switch between multiple characters. Yeah, I think that was a huge and each character was thing. really individual and well written. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's just the draw of, hey, I could play this game or I could drive the driving in the game's really good. The driving so, in the game's really good. I also think the simulation of the world is so good that yeah. like you just forget that like what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's I'm easy a, to forget I could what play you're doing. A game or I can drive around for an hour and a half. Right trying to find ramps into whatever or like shooting seeing how high i get my wanted level right there's just so much like enjoyment in playing the game itself not yes. necessarily the story or whatever else totally. like with elden ring it's different it's not a sandbox game right it's open world but it's not a sandbox mm-hmm. game whereas grand theft auto 5 is definitely sandbox sandbox, sandbox game i think that's the biggest appeal for yeah, it totally and i i would agree with you because grand theft auto 5 is such a just a magical game to play like it's it's wild and it's fun and i mean with how popular yeah like you hit the nail head how popular the other grand theft auto games were rockstar already had this giant consumer base that was ready for this new bigger better game um and so with saying all that i just really want to quick want to touch speaking of sales elden ring hit 12 million sales like uh two weeks after release 17 17 days after the game launched and for FromSoft. You know, you talk about Rockstar. Rockstar is a giant studio with multiple. Like, there's Rockstar Austin, there's Rockstar London, there's Rockstar. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah. Their, their studio is made up a thousand employees. Whereas FromSoft has, I think, less than a hundred, maybe a hundred employees, I think, or something like mm. that. And it's one studio in Japan. So I found this interesting article where uh, Bandai Namco and FromSoft were were talking about we hit twelve million dollars, twelve million sales, seventeen days after launch. Yeah, which is a big fucking deal for FromSoft because this is the graph I was looking at uh, and I'll, I'll post this graph too. If you look at the graph, Elden Ring is the one that goes straight up. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the other ones like Dark Souls 3 has a slow trajectory. It's the it's the and, hardcore fans and then goes up. It's the hardcore fans yeah. that make it go straight up and then that hits a cap, right? And then it's and then it's people like telling people, people getting on it. Dark Souls 3, for example, it took Dark Souls 3, which released in 2016, three to four years to get to 10 million sales. Yeah, you know, and something like Bloodborne, which is my favorite from soft game, I think hit close like almost 2.5 million sales, but it was also PS4 only. Yeah, right. And then Sekiro, which is the last one that came out, um, was a little bit closer to 5 million sales or so, um, which I think is just fascinating. The entire Demon Dark Souls series, um, it's it is outsold each individual game of those of the Demon and Dark Souls series. Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. It is combined outsold every one of those already, which I think is just fascinating. And And I can't wait to see like as I mean, I, I'm fascinated that like Brian, you're you're playing Elden Ring, and it's like you would you have never played a FromSoft game before, and now you're diving I've, into. No, this I have. Uh, I yes, played it for ten you, minutes. Yes, you've never played. You've I, you've never played. Quote unquote play. Right. <laughs> um, but I think it's just fascinating for a for a company like FromSoft, and just something to be very excited for because you know FromSoft 
Brian and I talked about this the other the other night uh, when we were out and about on the town <laughs> about how FromSoft has never made an open world game like this. Yeah, and the fact that they're able to do this and do it well is just fascinating. Is is amazing. And there's definitely things they could improve on. Totally, but it's their literal first time. Yes, it's there the, were you know how many first things <laughs> that could have been improved in GTA Three. Yeah, correct. so like, and so that's what I'm excited for the future from Soft. And I just want to close on this interesting video I watched about the 40 second rule when it comes to open world design, and how Elden Ring like hits that like verbatim. Right, um, basically, whenever The Witcher Three was being developed by CD Projekt Red, um, they let out that they were whenever they're creating the open world of The Witcher Three they were following the 40-second rule, which basically means wherever your character is standing, the diameter and then circumference of where your character is standing within 40 seconds of that circumference of the circle, there is something to do. Yeah. There's something that will catch your eye and be able to drag you away from the main path or towards the main path or anything like that. And I watched this interesting video where a guy did that with Elden Ring and basically played for like five to six hours, then rewatched the footage and like tabulated how long and the average was 38.2 seconds. That's pretty good. That's insane to think about. Yeah. And it's one of those interesting, fascinating designs of like, you know, we talk about Elden Ring and how well it's made. It hits that 40 second open world thing just so well. Yeah, I can uh, speak from experience. If I'm looking at this tower yeah. and in game, maybe it's two minutes away on my horse, right? So I'm going towards this tower. Inevitably, 30, 30 <laughs> seconds in, I'm going to be like, what's this fucking thing over right. here? And so it yeah, could be it something sense. as simple as just a group of enemies, something to find, uh, uh, you know, a catacombs or a mining thing, yeah. or just something to pick up. You know, it just could be something as simple as that. Yep. And it's 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 it's, it's, it's so fascinating. What I do you got over there, Quiet Boy? Love these games. I think they're great. Um, well, I was just looking up. You, you, you guys are talking about GTA 5, which released in, in September of 2011. 2013. Oh, I thought you said 2011. No, no, sir. Well, uh, I was thinking about Skyrim because that came out in 2011, in 2011. and it has like the same staying power yes. as GTA. 5. Well, they've released much like GTA five. They've released it in every console, every iteration. Yeah, yeah. They just released the anniversary edition to next gen console. Added yeah. actually a bunch of stuff like yeah. fishing. and yeah. stuff. Like yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I was just thinking, you know, those those two games released so close to each other have that kind of staying power that yes is insane but it's wild to think about um the thing i actually wanted to talk about um are, are you guys familiar with the the concept of dancing mania yeah every saturday night baby no that's saturday night fever oh they're oh. different oh that that's different <laughs> so this is this is a real thing wait is this your story thing though? yeah well then yeah. let me go oh then you go we're ending on we gotta story. end on i thought story. you went you guys were. What did you think I talked? You guys about? were talking about GTA Five for like forty minutes. Well, you you could have involved yourself in the. I have nothing to say. He's never played Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Or Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> you should play Grand Theft Auto or Elden Ring. Nah. I'm actually. You know what? I'm surprised you. And don't. another thing. I'm surprised yeah. you don't. You wouldn't play Elden Ring because it it's an it's accessible enough that it's like approachable. Yeah. Let's approachable not get the, accessible. To, the, the thing I think is different than approachable. approachable. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Blind people still cannot play Elden. <laughs> it is not accessible. <laughs> uh, approachable enough that I feel like somebody who enjoys God of War and Forbidden the the Horizon games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Enough that you like those games enough that you would be able to play this one. Yeah, I'll play it, it when it's one of the free games on PlayStation. Whatever. Totally. Yeah, it's definitely never going to do that. <laughs> um, uh, Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three were both with a free game. Okay. Yeah. 
You'll play it in 15 years. Sure. <laughs> I, uh, and I And I'll come on this podcast and be like, <laughs> you guys were right. <laughs> Mark your calendars, everyone. I was in Target today, and yep. I had just finished checking out. And, you know, the checkout people, whenever you come up, they're, and like, they're like, hey, guy, hey, or, look well, at you. No, no. Oh, that's different than the checkout checkout guy. Yeah, yeah. That's checkout. you're thinking of bar checkout guys at bars. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This was just a checkout person, and they were like, you know, Hey, how are you? Did you find everything okay? Right? Look at that cake. They're, they're normal shit. <laughs> yes. I just finished, and the next person came up. I was walking out, and I heard, hey, how are you? And the customer went, ugh. <laughs> and I was like, that cashier doesn't he- want to hear whatever you're about to no. say. When people ask if you're, how are you, they, and you're not cl- close friends. Just give it a fine or a good. Yeah. Like, don't. If, if it's not your close friend or your therapist. Don't launch into whatever you're about to launch into mm-hmm. everyone that's listening right now. Who's ever worked a customer service it's, job is on the ground rocking back and forth. Yes, <laughs> because I will say a customer service person legitimately would like to be asked. How are you doing? Like, yeah, is your day going? Okay? How are you holding up champ? Because like, <laughs> I every time like at work, whenever I go to the cafeteria, I make a point to ask like, the people who are like serving me making food and stuff like that. I'm like, how are you doing? How's your day going? You know, and I think they they want that. They don't want the flip side. Of like, yeah. yeah, they don't want to hear about you. No. Hey, what can I get you? Oh, you wouldn't believe my day today. It's like, nope, stop. Stop it. I right would. There. I wouldn't believe it. Whatever you're about to say. So just <laughs> tell me what you want right to order. There. But that got me thinking. Have you guys ever been in a situation where somebody did that to you? I it made me think of a, a first date I went on years ago <laughs> where the person started crying oh. on the first date and I was like, I don't want to. I'm not. I yes. don't know how to handle this. There are f- sometimes I know people who I'm acquainted. Let's let's say this. I would not consider them like good friends. Like my good friends, Brian and Vargas, I would talk to about just about anything. Some people in my life will start to dump on me with stuff. And I'm just like, I just have to li- I just have to sit here. Don't get me wrong. I want to be an ear. I don't want to be the problem solver (laughs) like because I hate you know I hate to be this way but there's some some people way back in the day like college I can think of a couple good examples of people I knew like in a class and it's same thing you'd sit down and be like oh how you doing oh this final so stressful oh my god my girlfriend just broke up blah blah blah, and I'm just sitting there like whoops yeah man um sociology is crazy today you know like (laughs) sociology 101 how about that wow there there's a lot of times that I think people in the general public are looking for people to dump their stuff onto. Yes. And they need to go to therapy. You're right. Well, <laughs> they latch on to like someone being nice. Yes. As an opportunity to then vent their problems, sick their fangs yeah. into you. And that's not and how it inject works. their poison. Ugh, poison. I'll tell you guys a specific story that I, I have. Love it. Let's go. I was, I'm not exaggerating. 10 years old. <laughs> We were at the Hard Rock Hotel. Beautiful. At Universal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm on vacation. <laughs> okay. So Ten you year- weren't you weren't purchased to No, 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 okay. no. Not that time. You're on ten year old vacation. A <laughs> yeah. Family vacation. Family vacation. Yes. I went to the front desk to ask for a key card to the room or something. Sure. Whatever it was. Yes. I don't remember because of what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> oh no. There's a person in front of me interacting with you know, yes. John Q front desk worker, right? And a woman, I'm standing behind them waiting patiently and a woman walks up behind me 
and I turn around because I whatever look right. at them and I was like hi and she goes hi how are you and I said I'm fine she, how are you <laughs> and this full and the wheels fell off <laughs> this full grown ass woman goes I'm good I'm on vacation and I said oh me too that's great yeah Wow, look at us on vacation. Awesome. Because <laughs> we're at the Hard Rock Hotel. Uh, everyone is on vacation. In Universal Studios. <laughs> everyone is on vacation. <laughs> she goes. That could have been the end of the conversation, by the way. Should have been. Probably should have been. Should have been. Yeah, should have child. Been. <laughs> she goes. Yeah, my husband and I are trying to get our marriage back on track, and we're here with the kids. And I was like, oh. I'm 10. <laughs> <laughs> you like Power Rangers? Or? And I was like, oh, and she goes, yeah, it's just been really tough for us lately. <laughs> Maybe she was just telling you because she thought you were a kid and she she was like, you're not going to register any of this. You're not going to have a podcast. Or maybe, maybe, years or maybe she was trying to be like, I need to talk, talk to my kids about this. So I'm going to talk to this. kid. Oh, about this. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to run my five minutes on this kid. <laughs> I'm going to do my yeah, warm up set. <laughs> Before I go back to the room and sit our, my kids down. I had I had no my yes. parents are still together. They very, are very much happy with each other. They yes. did, this is your eyes are really wide. Why are your eyes? So because wide? this was totally foreign to me as a 10 year old child, right, like, right? I had no context <laughs> for a struggling marriage. Yes. And middle aged problems. Mm-hmm. And this woman, and then unload on a 10 year old about it. Let's so then i got my extra towel or whatever the fuck i wanted and got the hell out of there yeah, like, this lady behind me has some stuff to say to you front desk <laughs> yeah hey, you might want to talk to her don't ask how she's doing <laughs> take your break now <laughs> that's my story about good dumping thank you people. that's what i wanted uh, yeah why'd that girl cry oh uh, yeah I mean, it's pr- it, out of respect for her, I won't go into it. But it was she listen to this podcast? I don't know, but I but you know it's her. Pro- it was problems that I, I did not pry into that she volunteered up. Ah, yes. And then made herself cry, and I was like, "Do you Is want it, another beer?" Then you're the guy sitting there with a crying, crying on a first day at the restaurant. I've known well, you just for an think hour. about like if we were just sitting there yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden this girl bursts well, into yeah. tears. I'd what be did like, he do? Oh my God, this is not going. Oh my God. They're breaking up or, or exactly or what some, I would. Something has happened. Yeah, I was. I got very fidgety. She's like, I was like, do you need, like, do you need a hug? Like what's that? Like it's weird because we just met, but yeah, like that's my natural inclination yeah. is like, don't you hug need her. a hug. And she was like, no, I'll take a hug. And I was like, oh, okay. And I hugged her and I was like, now do you need a beer? Because I need another rugged <laughs> beer. <laughs> Red beers. <laughs> The real question is why Brian catfished her. It's understandable that she would cry when she thinks she's meeting Jason Momoa. No, I was gonna, I was gonna also mention how if you've never been on a uh, a dating app, it really fucks with your self esteem. So it's really good to hear that you think that I'm catfishing people, and when I show up, that they cry because I'm uglier than I was in the pictures. <laughs> no, I was on. Okay, so. we're we're getting into some real stuff right now. Let's. I was on dating apps for like three years. It's rough, isn't it? And never had a real match. Well, so uh, yeah. Don't don't project. I met your... my wife at work. <laughs> Same. So <laughs> I met Kara at work. It's way easier because they're trapped with you. You I see, got, I, got Bella, right. I got a dog and a cat. Sick, bro. <laughs> hey, that's that's just as good. I tell you what, that's the life. That, that's pretty good stuff. All right, do you guys want to hear about Dancing Mania? Yes. Do you know what it is? First of all, yeah, I already told you. Do it every Saturday. No, that's Saturday Night Fever. Still, <clears throat> no, I don't think I know what it is, Vargas. Could you tell us more about it? I could. <laughs> yes, but I won't. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> did you make a joke everybody. about it? <laughs> Okay, so Dancing Mania was a, a 
totally real thing right. that happened over hundreds of years. There are thousands of documented cases. So as I'm telling you this, I'm not making it up. We are not doing a bit. We're going into no bit zone right <laughs> C- now. Correct. Right. Ryan, I'm looking at you. I mean, we Put your bits away. We can do bits about the real thing. Yes, but it's hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> you can see a storm. So between, uh, we'll just say late 1300s to right. mid 1500s. Okay, I, that that's already off the jump. The fact that it lasted hundreds of years is insane. <sighs> hundreds of years. That's crazy. Again, thousands of documented. Cases. My feet would be tired. <laughs> it was <Dancing> fever. <laughs> so. Th- this was I'll call it a pandemic kind of but let's it, go easy. We're going to get a flag. A, We're getting a flag on Instagram. Well, <laughs> wait till I tell you what this shit is. So basically what it is is it, it, it was a thing that happened every once in a while to towns and and cities across uh-huh. Europe where people would start dancing and not be able to stop and it would spread to oh, other I people have heard about this. I, I think I, I have heard I as soon called. as you started talking about it, yeah. I, was like, I, I am familiar with this, but I don't I that's because it wasn't like people wouldn't get sick or anything. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything like that. So that's what's wild. Yes, we we know for a fact this happened. We know specific places where it happened, right? We have no clue <laughs> why it happened well because it went from the renaissance age and then a lot of people skip over to the industrial age but in the middle they had the party <laughs> yeah and that's what that's where <laughs> that's most true. of these cases the, the party age yeah yeah, yeah. You we went through know. a lot of hell and then you went through wow we can just do whatever we want right now can't <laughs> just start dancing so it, it is speculated uh-huh. to be a basically a mass psychogenic illness sure it, sure and, and there there's basically like two schools of thought. One is that it, it is some form or, or version of ergot poisoning, which is a, a fungus that affects wheat. Right. And when you eat it, it can cause hallucinations. Right. But it, that in and of itself shouldn't doesn't cause a widespread dancing hysteria, it, it, essentially. And it wouldn't cause you to dance because it can cause convulsions. Right. right? And like <laughs> epilepsy type symptoms. Maybe they're, so they're dancing. Just called dancing. Back then, yeah. <laughs> They didn't know. Maybe they were like, yeah, that guy's going at crazy. Oh, look at him. But that doesn't explain why it would spread totally. to people. Yeah, because the ergot poisoning would only affect you. It's not like it's a you fungus that's it, yeah. in stuff, but it wouldn't like affect yeah. other people. E- even if the whole town was eating bread. Yeah, it's not like one dude starts having these weird dancing type right. epilepsy and somebody else then does it. Right. Too. So and to clarify real quick, it's not and it wasn't like everyone, right? Like yeah. it was. Yeah. That's what's wild about it, because that's what we're saying is that like if everyone was eating the mushroom fungus, yeah, everyone would have this, Correct. but not everyone in the village had this dancing, had dancing mania, mania, which is banana. So the that was mushrooms. It's a GMO. <laughs> Going back, circle back, Going, or circle circling back. back. So the the theory that is at least the one that made the most sense to me sure. is that this is basically a reaction to like all the shitty stuff that had happened throughout <laughs> the dark ages. <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm that, telling you yeah. the middle part. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was like, Oh, my crops have been dead. Sure. It's rainy, literally rainy all mm. the time. I have to eat all this shitty food because mm. nothing grows right. Everyone dies around me constantly. All of yes. this stuff, the black plague, right? <laughs> yes. Let's not forget that. Right. So people like literally went insane 
And the re- oh yeah, the reaction was, I have to do something that makes me feel good. So Jesus Christ, sorry. Yeah, and, it's and, wild. And then as a result of one guy dancing, another mm-hmm. guy was like, "Fuck it, it. Like I'm going to join in." Yeah, yeah. Everything like, sucks. I'm just going to start dancing too. Fuck it, let's yeah. go. But the, I'm trying to do it right now and see if you guys are going to. I almost start doing the the inflatable two man thing. <laughs> Almost started doing that. I'm gonna do the robot. <laughs> Beep boop pop. Uh, but the wild part is, is this wasn't just like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna dance for two hours, right. and then stop. Yes, Pe- people die. They, they like dance themselves into exhaustion. Yes, to to mm-hmm. death. And it's not. It wasn't just John Q. Plebe on the street, right? There there are records. Second Q. Middle name. Well, that's the ancestor of the guy who <laughs> yeah. the front, front desk. desk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Danced himself to death, and now look at him. He's working front front <laughs> desk. He's, got, he's moving hotel. up in the world <laughs> to Orlando. Yeah. Hard Rock <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> but, but there are records of like monks and like peop- members of the clergy. Well, they were just. I mean, they were just on the edge anyway. Dancing themselves to death. Like once you start, can't stop. That's where Pringles got that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, the, the biggest outbreak of this, uh, it was in Germany and wow, somewhere between famously uptight, somewhere between 50 and 400 people were all dancing in the streets at one time. Imagine being a non-affected family looking out, living on a main street, looking out your window and seeing 20 people dancing in the street. You know, you start dinner five o'clock. You finished dinner, right? You're getting ready for it's bed. Like, okay, you look out the, the window. Party's over. Hours let's later, go. Like, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> well, and, and imagine that too, because I, I, I didn't find there. There's no like there are records of this happening. Yes, but there's no like medical records they, of that what the symptoms are right. So like, <laughs> you imagine that if somebody's dancing to death. They are suffering. Yes. Right. And it's like, did they know they were suffering? Did they were they aware that was happening? You would imagine that if you're at death's door, you're not giddy having a good time. There's right. But there's some studies. um, So you've heard of the term runners high. Sure. Yeah. So there's some of those things where your body is releasing endorphins when you exercise. And so if your body goes from a depressive state, like you mentioned, right? Everything sucks mm-hmm. for years and years and years, decades. And then you start dancing and all these endorphins are released. Maybe it's like an overload thing where like your body's like, keep doing this. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you sort of get it's not like it's not like a hallucinogen type of deal, but it's it's like a like a an overload of like we cannot stop this because when we stop, it's going to go back to the shit. But but does that last for literally days? I'm, but I'm saying maybe that is what yeah. caused it. It could yeah. be it could be a mixture of that and like and then since it is a hypothetical yeah. psychogenic illness sure your brain doesn't recognize that you are dying that this is what's happening it just so keeps you could be going out. through cycles of you know like you're just cruising along and then like unaware of what's happening or hallucinating yeah. hypothetically and then your body goes oh yeah we need more endorphins because your body doesn't just produce endorphins repeat you know like constantly sure it has to slow down or stop eventually but maybe your body is storing that shit back up to release later on and then you just keep going like yeah on an old episode of and another thing older we talked about Brendan talked about how when you're hung over a beer makes you feel better because sure. it's releasing those endorphins. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's the same thing. As soon as your body starts mm-hmm. being like, okay, we need to stop dancing. Your brain is like, no, He's like, no, no bitch. bitch. We're going to keep <laughs> here. We go. We're going to keep going. Dancing bitch. Buckle and, up. And you'd imagine too that like 
you know, you think, oh, well, don't they get hungry? Don't they get thirsty? They probably already were. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, they're just used to that. You're just to the point where imagine, yeah, they're basically working out 24 hours a day until they die. Like, yeah, that's crazy. And then it just stops in the 1500s. Just stops. Yeah. I mean, like literally age has come to an end, man. Like literally it it died. We gotta gotta start doing shit. (laughs) Got some industrial to revolutionize. Yeah, like it it completely died out by the 17th century. That's there's just no, no records. So that's and that's why the ergot poisoning thing happened because the dark ages were like notoriously wet. Yes. And, and prone gross. to fungus. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 But I I've <laughs> just thought it was fucking wild. That's the, that that's, it's, it's very crazy. It's not it's not a, 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 a whatever the word is anarchic anarchic story like a one off whatever the word is. You know what you know you want to burn out a building. What do you want to do? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing here? We where, where's the anarchy? I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. A- a- anachronism. What's the word? An- anachronism. Anachronism. Yeah. Thank you. Bless like you. like a one off <laughs> or two off even. <laughs> yes. Correct. Correct. Thousands of cases across hundreds of years. Dancing of, mania of people dancing themselves to deaths and it spreading a- around right. to other people. Right. Well, you boys better leave right after this recording huh. because I have. What are you doing over there? I, I, it's, that was weird. That was weird. In my ears. Where, yeah, it was really remote. Maybe it's weird in the listeners. That'd be fun if they got headphones in. That's right. I probably can say you guys have to leave soon because I've had three beers and I'm about to start dancing. He could be dancing. Speaking of dancing, I want to highlight real fast. Vargas was on Nightmare Junkets podcast for the 1982. Uh, I don't think that was their name. Nightmare. Oh, I'm sorry. Family friendly uh, <laughs> video out. Happy hour. Movie no, hour. Movie hour. I'm sorry. Family friendly, friendly, family friendly video hour. Vargas was on that. and It was a lot of fun. They're talking about uh, Candyman and Pet Cemetery 2. Yeah. And I heard you were just an agent of chaos. Oh yeah, big time. I let me I, tell you, I cackled whenever, <laughs> whenever you picked your pick. I want people to listen to it because it's a fun conversation they have with other people before, and then to lead Vargas into with Army of Darkness lost in the previous round. Yeah, and Vargas had to wallow in that for a I, while. I came in hot yeah. <laughs> with my take about about Army of Darkness. Um, but yeah, oh, it was, it was a, a total blast recording. Yes, um, I'm. I will apologize to both Greg and genius that I clearly threw off the rhythm of the show. I, <laughs> I, I laughed a lot. One with Vargas's pick and then your explanation. And then the way the guys kind of sit there for a second, like, uh, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's a fun, it, but I to say valid reasoning, but to say all that, it is a fun conversation. <laughs> it's a fun podcast and I would have their brackets uh, and where they're leading to is a lot of fun. Oh, so. it's so great. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. Uh, I just want to highlight that real fast because the boy Vargas was on that podcast. You just you just bring chaos wherever you go, huh? Well, you know, I bring uh, a certain unpredictable energy. Let's say that's that a is really good. Wow. Yep. That's it. Right. Yep. No, you're 100 percent right. If Look there, at both of our hands. If, if there's a pot, <laughs> I'm gonna be that spoon and I'm gonna stir it up. Yeah, you are. I'm gonna stir that's the, it up. That's the but one with like a weird spoon. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. it's unpredictable. It's a cauldron, <laughs> and a I've fork. I've got a ladle, and I'm stirring the witch's brew. You but how right. curvy is the ladle? This is what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a crazy straw. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what we're getting at. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, if you if you've got uh, any facts about Elden Ring, any any hidden secrets, or or how much you've been playing Grand Theft Auto over the Let's years, hear it. Or what if you work in retail? And you had somebody unload their entire life story on you. Oh, Let us know. My God. Next Tell episode us. of And Another Thing is us reading <laughs> yes, listener We want to hear it. That would be weird, a- weird situations where someone asks you ask them how they're doing and 
they tell you they let you know that would be that would be amazing you can find us on twitter at debates on tap you can find us on instagram debates on pictures you can email us those stories at debates on fans at gmail.com uh subscribe to us wherever you listen to us on all the big ones all the little ones tell a friend so that way you don't miss our uh, our charity events that did great things and and had a lot of fun at I believe everybody's back to their normal social media. I was going to say, we gave them like a week or so. We don't want to be too ridiculous. So um, Ty and the boys from uh, Malignant is bad, actually. Yeah. Um, ran with the bit and ran harder into the bit, which they, I appreciate. They unfortunately uh, threw themselves under the bus, which I think was very funny. Yeah. Oh, when you get the worst score on the tournament. <laughs> well, when you get the worst score, th- again, guys, thanks for showing up. We appreciate it. Whenever you get the wrong the the worst score and then we give you a name and you're like huh, I got off not that bad and then everyone <laughs> even I think mm-hmm. Jeff on the podcast is like mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I I highly appreciated it so it good was stuff a lot of fun. good stuff good stuff uh, I think that's it right right yeah I got nothing right? sure that's it no impending announcements this time been a while since we haven't had a pending announcement let's let's figure something out for next week and just start start gearing up for it gearing up for advertising be here next week for our announcement announcement for the announcement yeah that's a good one there we go i like it i like it well thanks for listening bye